0: 27-esque band, the The future of rock and and roll. Dog Teeny Episode 103. On today's show, the ladies nearly come to blows over daylight savings time. A Florida woman called 911 to F a cop, and Pope Francis is named the official religious figure of Dog Teeny. And now, here are your hosts, Simone Turkington and Stephanie. ...Dry!
1: Hello, Simone. How are you, Dong? I'm Dong
2: very well. Thank you, Stephanie. How are you, Dong?
1: I am not happy that it's Daylight Savings Time as of tomorrow, but I understand that you are a fan. I'm a big fan. (laughs) Okay, uh, tell me about about what you like the most about Daylight Savings.
2: OK, OK. First of all, as much as I love Daylight Saving, I hate tomorrow. Like, tomorrow sucks. Because tomorrow morning, you're like, oh, it's 10 o'clock. And it's like, no, it's 11 o'clock, and I've ruined the day. So that part <laughs> totally, totally sucks. But then when it gets to 6 o'clock and there's still light, I'm really oh, happy. And so it continues on and on and on and on, on and until on. it ends. And I love it. And I just love, like, you know, in the evenings are nicer and you can go out after work, there's light. And you go out and go for a walk. And, yeah, it's just it's like it just does so much for my mood. I'm just a happier person when there's light in the evening. So that's what it is for me. So I don't understand all the bellyaching about uh, it. What's your problem?
1: <laughs> I am happy to tell you what my problem is because I have the <laughs> opposite. I have the it has the opposite effect on my mood because I have some kind of wicked accurate internal clock where uh-huh. I always know exactly what time it is. Right. And so I I wake up and I I can feel that lacking hour of sleep. And I don't just feel it for for that day. I feel it for at least 2 weeks. Oh, wow. And so I know. Now, if, if it were just chased away by the light in the evening, that would be fantastic. But it's not. I just still feel it. It's this like right. low-grade crankiness for two whole weeks. But I love more light. Right. So it's this weird trade-off. And I, I, I've noticed that I go through the stages of grief. <laughs> Over losing one hour of sleep, it's it's kind of intense. I'm like, I didn't know I I knew I liked sleep, I didn't know I liked it this much, but I'm just like resentful every morning wow. <laughs> for two weeks at least when I get up. I know, so wow. it's just because I, I I feel cheated. I feel like someone took my hour of sleep away. But it's but they only took one hour away, and I could I could easily you know, offset that by going to bed earlier. And I try every year and it never happens, so.
2: Yeah, yeah. Another reason I'm looking forward to it this year is that tomorrow when, um, Uh, When Quincy wakes up at seven or ten to seven, it's actually going to be like ten to eight. So, like, you know, so I feel like after, like, then, like, you know, like he'll, because he'll just wake up at the normal time because he doesn't know it's daylight saving. So, yeah. So I'm kind of excited that you know, once we're accustomed to the new time, that it'll be okay. And I'm just like so tired all the time when I wake up anyway because I don't go to bed early enough. That to me, it's like (laughs) the extra hour doesn't make any fucking difference. So maybe look at it this way: the way you feel like shit for two weeks, I feel like that every day of the year. So to me, it's all about getting the extra hour at night in the evening so i'm just looking forward to it but i'm gonna feel like shit either way so i'm like bring it
1: yeah. <laughs> i feel like that every day of the year
2: <laughs> i mean oh i had that thing last week where i was waiting thinking about how long till i could take my nap in the morning while i'm brushing my teeth and that is so i oh, i wake sad. up
1: I wake up thinking about when I can next take a nap. Yeah, yeah. It's so hot. I I don't know what to do about that.
2: Eight minutes in my lunch break because I did other stuff in the lunch break. So I got back and I was like, okay, you only have a few minutes left. And so I nodded off for a few minutes. And then then we tried to watch Bad Grandpa in the evening. And then Greg went to like get the laundry. Like we paused it and we came back. I was asleep. (laughs) And I never fall asleep during things. But um, yeah, I didn't actually think Bad Grandpa, we haven't finished it, but I didn't think it's as very good. Like compared to the other Jackass movies, like it's Uh not even close. Like, you know, I'm like thigh slapping, crying howling with laughter at the others and this Mm -hmm. is just sort of like (laughs) yeah (laughs) like it's just like not in the same universe to me, so that's yeah. too bad, because I really want to like it. I'm it, we'll finish it, but yeah, it's not, it's not that
1: great. Maybe I get think. drunker next time, because that Maybe. really worked for me, I was like rolling around on the floor, because I right, had right. three margaritas right before a bad grandma. Oh,
2: see, three margaritas, <laughs> I mean, you know, you could have just, just sat there watching Johnny Knoxville in that makeup for an hour and a half, and you would have laughed.
1: <laughs> and David said that my moods are really cyclical, I'm like, oh, that is so sad, that he's been such a bad grandpa to that poor boy, <laughs> <laughs> he just said... His Spanish name is El Mucho Ding Dong. <laughs> <laughs> He's like you're we like a rapidly, rapidly cycling bipolar. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Interesting. Well, just before we, I came to record today. Um, I just came back from an event called Baby Loves Disco, which was a baby
1: disco. Uh-huh. Thank God, uh, yeah,
2: but yeah, so i was kind of annoyed with it because it was advertised. I'm a musical snob, as people may know, and um, <laughs> and um, yeah, and it was advertised as being 70s month. So it was like. Awesome! So we put Quincy in his little stay in alive onesie with the Bee Gees on it and you know in his jazzy pants and we go there and and jazzy they we get pants. there and they're playing like like that Pharrell Williams happy song, which I actually don't mind, but um, you know it's not the 70s, but I'm like whatever the song is, you know, harmless. And uh, anyway, and then like they play something else terrible. Then they play, you know, can't stop till they get enough. I'm like great, and then just goes into all this bad shit, just new dance music. I'm like, what the hell is this? And I was like so bummed. And then my friend said that. Because we got there like maybe 45 minutes after it started. And the first 45 minutes, they were just playing all 70s disco and soul. And then they just stopped like right when we got there. So I just like, and they played one BG song after we got there. And Quincy was having fun like when we like jog him around and stuff. But I can't jog around and, 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 you know, project that good time on him when I fucking hate the music. So, uh,. So, but it was cool because our friends were there and, you know, I got to play with baby Mitzi and we went to a park afterwards. But, yeah, but I was really bummed because I was, like, into having this great disco time with these babies. But there's all these, like, you know, flashing lights and things, like a real nightclub environment. So, mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But, oh, but do you know what reminded me of while he was there? Because they had a little crawling area for the babies. And, um... Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he's calling around. We're like, yeah, cool. Like, you know, that's what he can do right now. He can't, like, walk independently yet. So, but then I remembered, and I read this before I even liked Supergrass, but um, I think it was either Danny... Danny Goffey and Pearl Had the party Or Jude Law had the party No I think that's what right. I think it was Danny and Pearl Had the party Ooh. For one of the kids There was like a kid's party At a nightclub And Jude Law And his wife And their kid Were at the party Because it was at a nightclub I think Jude Law's kid Put like found an E on the ground And yes. like It put it yes. in the mouth Yeah yeah Am I telling I I the right that way around?
1: yeah that was a big deal it was Iris or something his daughter yeah. I, I think
2: yeah I yeah. <laughs> had to like take him to the hospital but I, once Chris was calling around I was like um this is a regular nightclub and then I realized what if there's like an oh, E like rolled no. out of the couch here and I mean I would hope they would have swept it completely you know for you know ease oh, and semen word. but um <laughs> 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 but yeah so that was like I thought of that I was like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it w- it could have been a cute event, but yeah, it just bummed me out because I mean, I know that music's everywhere, but it's like you know I don't I, I can't I can't tolerate it, you know, because because he doesn't know what's going on yet, so I'm just gonna insulate. They should him have had Greg
1: shit. DJ it Seriously. or Rachel Whitman. That would have been yes. amazing.
2: <laughs> yes, they both did an amazing job. So, and all the, and like it was mostly it seemed like it was a lot of like you know parents like that were about our age and grandparents like I don't know why they think especially if it's our our aged people it's like it's more for us than the babies so like why make them listen to this new shit you know yeah
1: yeah it's good not, point not,
2: not of our era so you know it's like and I understand I have to mix it up you know because it's not all about about our taste but it was like disproportionately bad so that's why I had a problem with it so
1: it just makes me think of um, that Janine Garofalo bit where she's like I wish I could be one of these normal people who's like Lion King sure soundtrack why not yeah yeah yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know I loved that <sighs> <sighs>
1: so you um, said on Twitter or Facebook that you confronted a litter bug the other day and yes. I wish that I could have been present for this tell me how that went down <laughs>
2: okay cool so I was on my way to have uh, lunch with Quincy was this last no, it was two weeks ago yeah and I just went to this I go to this coffee shop and get a croissant and a chai tea latte and um, on my way there this guy was like he was driving like the same model as my old car my Celica and um, I just happened to glance at the car and say like, oh that's my so old fine. car and then he's like hey sexy lady and it, like with this window down he said cre- that? yeah he's like hey 62 it's like I'm pushing a stroller like really just wow. fuck off so anyway that's what I said I was like fuck off
1: because
2: <laughs> nice. I was like so annoyed at the, the the rudeness of it you know and then even after I said that he's like oh no come on come on like what do you think I'm gonna do pull over now It's like okay wow. right come up to my apartment like Fucking fuck off. So I think that really got my blood up. But then I kept walking and then I started worrying like, oh my God, what if he follows me? So um, anyway, but you know, I got around the corner. And I was like, okay, he's not following me. And then I kind of like didn't think about it anymore. i was like, I'm oh, done with it, you know. And then I went and had my lunch and Quincy was cute and it was fine. Then we're walking back home, walking down this different route and I walk past a, um, a liquor store. And right in front of me, this guy walks out and like scrunches up his old cigarette pack and just cavalierly tosses it to his right, right in front of me. And I don't know what came over me. I don't know if it was still, like, I'm, like, annoyed from the previous incident. But I just, like, looked at it, and I was like, Ugh! I just picked it up, and I grabbed it, and he was walking over to his car. And I just picked it up and, like, threw it with all my might. And it went over his shoulder and bounced on his car and then hit him in the chest. And then we turned around, and I was wow. like, asshole! <laughs> <laughs> and then he, I think Whoa. he called me a fucking bitch or something, but I just kept walking. But everyone at the taco stand would have seen. So, yeah. But I was like, that was like pretty confrontational. And um, I don't know what came over me. but it was scary afterwards because I'm like, oh my God, what if he tries to kill me? But, um, so I was kind of scared as so I was walking away. <laughs> so it's one of those things where it's like, I wish we could all just be free to call people out when they do shit like that, but then you have to worry about getting shot. So, yeah. Yeah, we don't live
1: in that kind of world. <laughs>
2: yeah, no. So, but... Um, I'm still glad I did it, but it's just one of those things where like, you see that and you always want to say something or do something, and I just actually just, I don't know, just got consumed with rage and did it, so, yeah, there's that.
1: <laughs> wow. I bet he'll always remember that next time he wants to yeah. leave. Her.
2: Yeah, yeah, th- I, I think so too. Same with the time I punched a guy for throwing shit at Greg on stage. Oh,
1: so. I love that story. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> it was so funny because I told my therapist about it, like, like you know, three days later. I was like, yeah, I never do things like that. Yeah, I never do. And then, like, we were about to move on to something else. I was like, oh, wait, that was the time I punched a guy.
1: <laughs> I was like, whoops. <laughs> yeah, that's been at least seven years. <laughs> yeah, to- it, has, it has been seven every years. Every five years. Yeah. So I didn't make me feel as bad.
2: <laughs> and they had it coming to them too. It wasn't me just raging on a random person for being
1: innocent. They were doing fucked things. Yeah, seriously. That was yeah. your husband. He was was he throwing yeah. pennies at him or something? They were throwing like oh. yeah,
2: like one pence and two pence pieces in uh, in England. So yeah, so I punched the guy.
0: <sighs>
2: he deserved it. <laughs> now you've been uh embracing a tv show i understand from australia do explain
1: yes <laughs> so i this came out in 2007 summer heights high yep. and i have not heard about it until um well i didn't even hear about it. i heard about Jamee, the private school girl which has just gotten picked up by hbo Jose's oh. like you have to see this And do you know are you familiar at all have you I've seen you said you like I watched some of I watched a plane. like one or two
2: episodes on a plane uh to a, from Australia, but that's all I've seen. I haven't seen any more than that. And I liked it. I really did, but I just didn't didn't chase. It. And I know that a lot of Americans have seen it because I think HBO showed maybe showed it the original series. So, um, yeah, but I never followed up. But I have put it in my Netflix queue now since the in my disc queue since you've been obsessing over it. I'm like, it's really something yeah. I need to catch up on. But yeah.
1: I'm curious what you're going to think, cause, um, because Jemay is, they're all this one guy, Chris Lilly does these characters, and Jemay is um, him being a year 12 private school girl who's super snobby. Yeah. And um, she's just, uh, it's so outrageous, like you could not get away with this in America, like even on HBO. I think that's why I love so much about it. And, you know, she's just being a bitch to the girls that she thinks are poor, and then and then one of them says, any particular reason your teats are so small, Jemay? <laughs> <laughs> and and she slash he freaks out and is like, I had an eating disorder in year eight. I can't believe you'd be so insensitive. Like, that's her excuse about why she's actually a guy in a uniform. So that's one character. Um, there's another character, Mr. G, who's the drama teacher. Um, that's pretty hysterical. You know, it's all at this private school. And then my favorite character is Jonah, the at-risk youth, who he, he draws. He, he's just like he's like fuck off me like to the teacher call. he's always in trouble like he's like the pr- textbook troubled youth you know and he yeah, was yeah. like oh going nowhere and and he you know he tags everywhere his tag is to draw a dick and then write tation after it dictation <laughs> and, so- <laughs> and he just he he told this big lie uh, okay trigger warning this is going to offend really politically correct people but he told his teachers that his dad molested him in order so that he could like get out of english (laughs) like he told a big lie (laughs) like it didn't happen and he drew like this really detailed picture of his dad like <laughs>
2: I think I remember that. Anyway. If that's from like the first two episodes. I think that sounds familiar. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it, I think it's in like either the first or second. And there's only one season. But anyway, I'm just like David and I are just rapidly eating it up and screaming, laughing. So.
0: I remember like in the scenes with Mr. G,
2: um, the drama teacher, that like he's casting people for the play and then like there's a a kid with Down syndrome who actually has Down syndrome and then he says something really like trying to be polite but like how like they can't have the kid with Down syndrome in the play because he's taking it so seriously. It's so wrong.
1: Yep, yeah. <laughs> he, he's like very angry that they are trying to, you know, have everybody be in the play. Yeah, yeah, he's convinced yeah. that they're going to screw it up. Yeah, yeah. So it's just all the stuff that you could not get away with in America, which is yeah. probably why I like it so much. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so, yeah, Bunyan said she was familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think and, most Australians. Um,
2: uh, I just missed it because I was here. So yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, so my
1: but, other Netflix. Oh, Oh, yeah, that's
2: what I was going to ask you. What's
0: your
1: other Netflix obsession? My next Netflix obsession. Carrie told me about this a week ago. She's like... uh, It was Friday night, and she texts me. I'm like, oh, I'm having night sads, because sometimes they strike at night. And she's like, oh, um, well, don't watch what I'm watching. It's this really creepy French mystery drama that is is creepy as fuck do not watch it and the next day i felt better and i'm like that sounded pretty good i'm gonna watch that you know (laughs) (laughs) and now i'm hooked and there's um only one season of it so far they're making another one but it's called the Returned. Uh and apparently jonah's into it you know carrie's way into it and we've already watched the entire season but it's just like really beautifully done and i like it as much as i liked mad men oh wow i would say yeah that's (laughs) good so well, I, won't, I won't say anything else to give away any plot stuff, because I like going into things totally cold, like I did yeah, with yeah. this, so if anyone yeah. just wants to check it out.
2: Yeah, I've been into True Detective that everyone's been into on HBO, oh. so yeah. Okay, I'm, do
1: you get HBO, or do you just watch it online?
2: I just watch it online, so...
1: Okay, I need yeah. to try that cuz people are freaking out for it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 very slow, but it's very dark And, and it's really weird mm. because like pretty much everyone I know thinks Matthew McConaughey is a complete douche, right? Cuz of all his right. rom-coms and shit. But it was funny cuz I saw the billboards around LA and I and his his pictures on them. Seem like such a douche in that, you know, so, and I was like, "What are these weird feelings I'm having about Matthew McConaughey? This is horrible." Anyway, but yeah, but in the in the in the in the show, and I'd already seen Dallas Buyers Club, in which he plays a you know an AIDS patient, so um, nothing like his usual rom com. So um, I was like, "Okay," and then I watched this, and he's like yeah totally different like he's actually a really good actor which we never would have known from the shit he'd been doing and so and then of course he went yeah. on the oscars so um yeah but his character's like this total you know dark depressing atheist you know he's always spouting his weird philosophies and yeah but you know he's just such a weird mysterious character so um yeah totally great show though so not the Ooh, best show I but i think it. it's really great so yeah so um You were talking about, uh, mentioned my therapist earlier. So I have something to mention, again, about my therapist. But, um, so, yeah, I talked in the last episode about my favorite pasta sauce, Classico, which uh, has disappeared from shelves. And, listener, again, if you if you see any, please contact me, simone at dongtinicom This is very important. And it's not the alfredo sauce, not the pesto sauce. I put that in later, in case you didn't notice, because I needed no, to... No, I noticed. Yeah. I didn't want people to just think, oh, here it is, what's the problem? There's 50 jars. I was like, no, that's not it. <laughs> um, anyway, and listener Andy. Con- contacted me. It's so funny. He like stuck all these things in my face that I had said in the episode. He's he's like, he sent me this link. He's like, would a 10 second Google search fucking kill you? Fucking hippie. <laughs> oh because I said fucking hippie and would a 10 second Google search kill you but I had already seen this like done this search I'd done so many searches you know and I didn't find it so he found it on this website soap.com and I was like oh my god oh my god so I put the order in and I immediately put 10 jars and then they are like no we don't have enough inventory for that so I was like okay I'll try two no I'll try one it's like okay one and then they process my order so I was going to be paying like 10 bucks for the jar with the sauce plus shipping oh but I'm like goodness. I don't care because this could be the last jar ever so I pay the 10 bucks I'm like great and I'm like it's good it's coming, it's coming! And then, like, three or four days go by, and I get an email saying, We're sorry, it turns out we don't have that in our inventory. We, you have not been charged. I was like, No! Because I thought, totally thought I was getting it. So I was really upset. But anyway, so I was chatting with listener Eugene on, on Google Chat and he was just saying, I don't think I've known anyone who gets so passionate about these things. Because to me it just feels totally normal to be this upset about losing your favorite pasta sauce that you eat all the time. <laughs> and, and it's like, but it's like, you know, I get that, that passionately uh, upset and then that passionately happy about things. He's like, there has to be a, there should be a word for that kind of thing. And I was like, yeah, I think yeah. it's bipolar. <laughs> so, yeah, so I was like, God I'm so stressed out so so there was that he had said that but I really liked that I that my 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 reaction to things is so pronounced and known you know as being this like yes. this funny element of my personality at least I hope it's funny but um, anyway <laughs> so then I was talking to my therapist about Something and I had never really talked about how I'm like a big fan of things at all. Like it had never come up. My my history of mm-hmm. following bands and all that kind of thing had never actually come up. And I and I wanted to talk to her about something to do with that. So I said, I I don't think I've ever said this before, but yeah, like I'm a big fan of things. Like when I'm really into things, like I'm way in and like slept my hand. Like I am in. And then she said, <laughs> No, you haven't said it before. But as your therapist, I could tell. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's really funny. I just loved that. I was like, wow, what, what, what is it about the rest of my
2: personality that points to that I'm this kind of person? So, yeah, so when I described the things I do, she was like, yep, oh, wow. Like, yeah, like, but she could totally see that coming. So, but I loved that. I loved yep. that so oh, much. Wow. <laughs> I am who I am. So anyway, now you found a, a, a product to tell us about.
1: Okay. I found I don't I hope you haven't heard of this just because I was so shocked when I heard about it but there is something this is a trademark product name called My New Pink Button <gasps> trademark okay here's somebody what it somebody sent says me a link to this website. but I
2: didn't get to like review it but I saw what it was and I was like oh my god oh my god
1: uh huh the site says in the about section, my new pink button is a genital cosmetic colorant that restores the quote pink back to a woman's genitals. <laughs> so it's pussy dye, and it comes in four shades. Um, it says Marilyn is the lightest, and it's the best for beginners. Um, Betty is like quote that favorite lipstick you wear for those dressy black tie affairs. End quote i like how dressy black tie is redundant um audrey is quote a bold burgundy pink color for the woman who loves to be daring and ginger was developed for women of color <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> because there's only one shade of color i guess yeah yeah <sighs> anyway wow. i, I don't that's know how all the information to- i got
2: have that FDA, I mean, my middle name is Marilyn, so I'm trying to process how I feel about that. But because it's my middle name, I don't know, I'll ask my friend Marilyn and ask her how she feels about having pussy dye named after her.
1: Yeah, when's her birthday coming up?
2: Not till December, but here you go, I got you this, because it has your name on it.
1: Sick. This cannot be healthy. This no. can't be FDA approved. That's no. insane.
2: Totally insane. Ugh.
1: So you were on another podcast. Yes, I was on another was podcast.
2: In, no, I was like in December and I never I never <laughs> plugged it for them and I apologize. <laughs> it was when I was in Australia. Well, no,
1: well, I was on the Grapes of Brad in December and I never said anything about it either. So I apologize. Yeah, Grapes I think around. you had to
2: do it the way we, we've been. Our, our schedule has like put us out of touch with what's, what's current a lot of the time. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, so I was on Quality Time Podcast with Gene and Angus. And um, yeah, and it was a really fun time. And I sang a lot in it. It was really weird. I broke into songs oh, really? so many times i don't know why but um yeah so supposedly it's quite it's quite great to hear me break into song and i'm not a good singer but i do break into song a lot which you hear occasionally Mm. on our podcast but uh, not as often as i did this time um so yeah so that can be found at quality time podcast dot libsyn l-i-b-s-y-n dot com and guys that is like the worst fucking url like fucking cough it up and just get quality podcast <laughs> com because this libsyn bullshit it's not gonna fly
1: <laughs> that's funny I'll put a link to that <clears throat> yeah, on the on website grapes of rad <laughs> on the grapes of rad I got we got totally high before the second segment and I went <laughs> off on hippies <laughs> oh yeah yeah so, you mentioned that yeah, at the end of that, I was like, sorry, I got a little rambly. They're like, yeah, you, you get talkative.
2: <laughs> I think I get quiet.
1: Oh, yeah. interesting.
2: Yeah, I well, it's been a while, so.
1: Have you heard of the app called Lulu, where you get to rate men in your life? I have not. <laughs> okay, this was kind of an amazing discovery, because I got a text from a guy friend who goes, someone sent me a screen cap of from this app called Lulu where people can anonymously rate you. And he's like, here's what they said about me. And, and anyway, it kind of disturbed him. And I could, I mean, I didn't really say anything bad, but the fact that that's out there, it was crazy. Okay, so I went and I rated a couple of my exes. <laughs> It, like, it's saying, you know, uh, you know, about manners. It's kind of like a heads up for other girls who, right, you right. know, would be interested into him. It's like, does he have a clean bathroom? Does he have good manners? Is he funny? Um, right. Then there's all the kissing and sex questions were really juicy. And um, so there's a mutual friend of ours. I'll say his name and you can just bleep it out, okay? Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Um, he was on there and one girl said, that he, said he fucked me and chucked me. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I know! So that was really juicy. So you have to sign in through Facebook and it will tell you, it says, don't worry, we will never, you know, this is completely anonymous. You just have to use Facebook to sign in, but, you know, and it'll show you your Facebook friends and you can rate them there. But, you know, it just keeps telling you it's anonymous. So it, it better freaking be anonymous. But anyway, um, there's just so much juicy information on, yeah. <laughs> on people and, yeah. Yeah, it's good times. But I would be not super happy if there was one of those for girls. I don't think there's an app like that to rate women yet. No, so, no. Yeah. No. God help me. I think it's if, overall a horrible concept. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. It's yeah. and it's one of those things that I think maybe feminists will justify it's like, well, women do this I guess happens to women all the time. But it's like, well yeah. that doesn't make this right, you know. Not, because yep. yeah, yeah I do not I d I don't I don't think it's a good idea. It just shouldn't happen to women either. You don't get back at it by doing it back to the men, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, on that note, do we have any new um, John Ham Dong pictures? I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did you ask if I have any new ones?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I was just joking because that's like so oh. mean because everyone's all like judging John Ham's dong and he's like sensitive about it and I feel yeah. really oh, bad right.
1: oh he's so funny how he's like they're called privates for a reason and I'm kind of like yeah. alright get over yourself <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> poor guy but you feel you, I definitely feel like oh come on guys you should be able to suck it up you know but it's like yeah maybe he does feel as bad about that as a woman being judged and glared at but
0: yeah, yeah.
2: he could wear underwear yeah <laughs> I was going to say that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Now, uh, onto a more serious subject, because I think we've been a bit too frivolous lately.
1: <laughs> we have. <laughs> we haven't
2: been too frivolous. We're not giving any of the hard hitting conversation that people turn to
1: us for <laughs> it's all naughty bits and netflix up in here
2: that's right naughty bits of netflix it's such a great uh, great rhyming there um <laughs> so um so i think maybe in the last week or so i saw on facebook a uh, mutual friend of ours i totally like and respected this person um mm-hmm. and i don't think he was like trying to be annoying or preachy or anything by saying this i think he was just sort of speaking the way he thinks which is totally fine but you know i can read that and you know, have my opinion about it, but um, he was talking about learning about human trafficking and um, just sort of explained what he'd learned and how bad it was, and, um, and then just said, God have mercy on us. And, mm-hmm. and then I kept reading the comments, somebody said something about it, that people in their church were doing stuff, and then he said, thank God people are mobilizing. And then I saw you comment mm-hmm. that you see these cases in the, um, uh, in the emergency room a lot so yeah yeah, so I had a whole like host of thoughts like seeing all that because you know I feel like when you know as a non-believer like when there's a serious issue raised I'm like thinking about the issue and so then when somebody throws Mm -hmm. God on the pile I'm like hold up you know he let this happen Mm -hmm. so why is this suddenly like oh let's God fix it now do you know what I mean like that I can't Mm -hmm. help but think that way you know because Mm -hmm. to me calling in God then is like say there was a guy in a in a Burn unit who was a surgeon and it was like yay he did such a great job fixing that person and saving their life and doing the skin grafts except that he was at the scene of the fire holding a fire blanket and just let them roll around on their own and didn't do shit you know like that's what people saying yay God fixed it after the fact is like he could have done something beforehand you know stop this from happening at all so that's always what I think goes through a non-believer's head when they hear people you know praising and appealing to God after the fact of something horrific you know so Uh um so, but obviously, I'm not saying that he was saying that with this, like, you know, in, in any kind of, you know, mean spirited, thoughtless way. But, you know, I just kind of don't understand that thinking about suffering, you know, and what you were thinking as mm-hmm. someone who's actually seen victims of this, like, where do you stand? I know you struggle with, you know, God's, mm-hmm. you know, allowing suffering and you think about that a lot. So I just wanted to know more about what you thought yeah. when you saw that, what, what I, how I see it and all that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, it's insane because there have been victims of human trafficking in therapy groups that I've been in. Oh, and their shit. stories, I know, so I get to hear these stories that just make you ball. You're just like balling along with them, and yeah, and, and a lot of times they're not able to cry because they had to be so, like, um, kind of build up a shell in order to just survive it. And so they, you know, they aren't as raw or you know vulnerable just to survive and so we're the ones around them who are kind of able to grieve that for them and carry that with them right, and right. so anyway like having heard all that stuff they a lot of them not all of them but a lot of them do have a concept of god and have had experiences with god in a very interesting way that i don't uh-huh. relate to but it's it's really interesting to me so um yeah i i think that it goes back to what you're saying like everybody just experiences it in a different way and i do not understand how some people do or don't experience god you know it's just like outside of my experience but um what what is something interesting about that that our mutual friend who had that on his wall? he said to me uh-huh. yesterday like he was commenting something and he goes, hey, I'd like to hear more about how how you feel about that like I'd said something kind of snarky <laughs> on his wall and he was just nice about it like yeah, and, and I was like, you know what, thank you for saying that you know and and so that's like I think it's that that kind of posture like where it's like I don't get it, but just tell me more about how this has been for you that is right, like right oh thank you for that and then you're kind of curious about them and you don't have to agree at all but like I think it if it's a good person a safe person they will always be like okay I'm curious and and they'll just be able to hear and they don't have the impulse to fix you or you know tell you that right. what you feel is dumb you know so yeah I think that it's kind of nice to be in this place because I didn't grow up this way at all like I kind of yeah, grew yeah. up like with people saying oh if you don't believe this then you're wrong and so it's really nice to, to be like I don't have to defend anything and I can validate what that person thinks because they're a human and they deserve it you know so right, um, right. yeah so that's the suffering thing like to get back to that is so beyond me and I i just think about it all the time and um yesterday even one of my coworkers, she texted me she's like i'm in a really bad space because i had to read the sexual assault um, reports on a three-year-old and a 14-year-old and so you know these are just the kind of thing that we have to i know like that just happens all the time so it's like i feel like it's always in my face and i'm just uh, i don't know what to do with it so yeah um because i I
2: was talking about that like what people get you know i know that believe and, and and as you do and like continue to you know be confronted it's not like you don't know these things are happening you know then yeah. um, that i kind of like to, to in terms of like the holocaust is like fool me once shame on you Ugh. and then like fool me six million yeah. times like you know that's like to me it's like i don't know like what I, 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 the i just kind of can't fathom like how many right. what what do you think's behind it like at one point you say maybe God's bad like does that ever like come into your mind that he's doing this and letting this happen like yeah you know, constantly sorry that's such a, yeah and, and how do you feel about him then if you think that's a possibility I mean we obviously if he's all powerful he's letting it happen so like what does that how does that sorry if I'm like yeah
1: getting too no that's here, exactly <laughs> yeah that's exactly the tension is like how can how can so much good exist over here and then something so horrible exist over here and and how can he allow that to continue or she or whoever so that's just always a tension but there is a lot of like stuff counter to the bad that i can't Uh write off and so that's why i'm in this tension and i'm like (laughs) right right so So, it's that you see
2: enough good that counters it that you think is 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 is, of a value equal to the to the bad to like validate it
1: yeah it's yeah yeah it's it's that good that it's like that compelling to it's it's very strange but um i was reading cindy Lauper's memoir the other day and she in it she said that um she was raped once like when she was about 20 and while Uh it was happening she saw you know a, um, a saint that her favorite saint was like in the corner crying and right. you know she's like i'm not gonna try to explain that i just feel like i saw it and and there's just something i don't and she kind of talked in it in the book about suffering and I, I just thought that was interesting i like it when you know people will kind of talk about it and and be like i don't know i, I don't know what to do with that and there's you know I, I felt comfort in this way and i felt these things are real in this way but you know i can't yeah. i can't explain it away so right um, right right yeah the
2: yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's interesting hard. how different people take it. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm not asking you to go into to, to the specifics of what you're speaking of, but for me, like, it's obviously as we were talking earlier, like to I like tying everything in nicely, but you know, like I like such mm-hmm. amazing highs, you know, and I like mm-hmm. I get really passionate and excited about things, but you know, but to me, none of it's attributed to to God at all, you know. So it's mm-hmm. like to me, it's just like it's come about through whatever, just through nature, and, mm-hmm. you know, natural, just you know life existing and you know slowly being able to create these things so yeah i don't know it's just interesting the different experiences how you know what we'll come out with in the end is what makes sense to us so but yeah 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 like a supernatural thing doesn't make any any sense as to why any of those things happen even though like i feel like i'm experiencing magical experiences all the time i just don't Uh i just think it's sort of you know based on you know nature so yeah yeah that's that's
1: like you know what like that's so freaking valid that's as valid as anything i could think or you know yeah like that's that's how it is for you and i also feel like your vegetarianism and you know greg's veganism is is kind of how you observe that like it's almost like a you know a spiritual exercise or something because you're like this is what i believe in and i'm you know this is how i practice it and this makes sense to me and i just think that's really cool i I just really like that so thank you yeah yeah
2: so, um, so we talked about people not understanding evolution the other day, and you know, and I was I was talking about how people. Say that they, you know, well, maybe we have to consider the Bible version because, you know, I don't understand this; This doesn't make sense. And I was like, well, it's just that you don't understand it, you know. And then I came up with this other mm-hmm. example that just kind of appeared the other day, but um, with WhatsApp, which just got acquired by um, Facebook. So this email started going around, telling people you have to forward this email to at least ten people, or WhatsApp is going to charge ninety cents per message. So all these fucking idiots start doing that and charging ninety <laughs> and, and forwarding this email around. I didn't get it, but I heard about it, and I'm like. Like, you fucking idiots don't understand how the internet works and furthermore if they're going to start charging 90 cents per minute message, just find another form of way to send your messages like a regular text message it doesn't cost 90 fucking cents a minute you fucking fool <laughs> you know so i was just thinking this is the, this is the kind of people they don't understand that even if whatsapp was going to do that and was going to track it they're not going to do it by having people send emails you know what i mean like that doesn't even make sense yeah yeah so it's like these are the same like that's how they would do it they could judge it by actual how much you're using it, it the email said something like they're trying to track how much people are using it you know if not they're going to start charging if they they don't see how frequently people are using it they're going to charge 90 cents per message so yeah so that was stupid and I thought these must be the same (laughs) fucking people who would like send around that Bill Gates um, message like Bill Gates is going to send everyone money if you followed this email around from like 15 years ago you know what I mean so (laughs) it's it's like you know what Bill Gates does give away his money and it does so through the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and they've done an amazing job stamping up polio Quincy. But um, but you don't. deserve have any money anyway, because you're a fucking idiots. So, like, <laughs> just sending this email <laughs> around. So yes, yeah, so I just thought that was that was interesting. Like, that's the same kind of thinking. These people that don't understand how things work, and then they go along with stupid things like that. So the same people that don't understand evolution, so they deny it. It's the same. Like I just don't get it. So maybe it's not real. <laughs> fucking dumb.
1: Do. Do you have women, like older women, or maybe older male relatives in your life who send you these sorts of things? Like,
2: not anymore. I think in the earlier days of the internet, I did, you know. But after many, this is bogus. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. I can't tell you how many times I've had to return (laughs) emails to my mother with a Snopes link. Like, it's just, yeah, she doesn't do it anymore. I think I don't know if she's sending them to other people or if she just knows not to send them to me. But yeah, so I just thought I'd share that. It's like a more commonplace example that uh, of people not understanding how things work and then, yeah, abusing the system with their stupidity and flooding flooding the system with their stupidity. <laughs>
1: That's the word for it. Yeah, oh my It's God. really good when
2: I personally don't know anyone who's done that, you know, so then I can go in here and call them a fucking idiot. But if I actually knew someone who'd done it, then I wouldn't say they were fucking idiots because I'd feel bad because I'd be directing it at a person. But since I don't know anyone who's actually done it, I'm like, yeah, you're a fucking idiot.
1: <laughs> Seriously. And they
2: could just quietly take that in. And I don't know. Who, I don't know who you are. So just, you know, just don't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I remember a long time ago, my mom emailed me, and she's like, you know, forwarding me this link that says, if you answer your phone, your cell phone while it's plugged in and being charged, you could be electrocuted and die. (laughs) And she she forwards it to me. She's like, is this true? And I so wanted to go, yes, do not answer your phone (laughs) when it's charging. Do not.
2: (laughs) There was one going around about. be careful of people in parking lots approaching you offering to sample perfume that the perfume would actually knock you out and they would rob you and i got this and i actually did freak out because i had had a guy in a parking lot approach me offering me perfume so yeah did just, you say yes well no he offered me perfume, he's like would you like to try the new paris hilton and i said no i'd rather try piss
1: <laughs> seriously
2: and that is what i said i'm like really proud that i thought of it in the moment <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's like, you, geez, lady, I just wanted to drug you and attack you. Yeah, God. but
2: maybe he wasn't. Maybe that's something that happens, and then somebody turned it into a into a crime that it isn't. Oh. So I just don't know. So, um, so moving on from that. Now this is awesome. I hope you haven't heard this already, but uh, a Florida woman called nine one one about a missing Corvette, and I think it turned out that she'd actually sold the Corvette, but she wanted it back. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, so. um when the uh, when the officer arrived, she uh, she actually was looking for some extra duty.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the no. officer
2: who responded to the call said the suspect was very drunk when he arrived, and then very forward. She allegedly told the officer he was sexy and asked if he was married, and then she said to him, "I haven't been penetrated in years." <laughs> <gasps> oh my gross! And then she said, "I'm so horny." <laughs> oh. Uh, he said um, uh, he tried to get her back on topic about a Corvette and then she said you can fuck me <laughs>
1: <gasps> oh my god how so then, old is this lady because that uh, makes a difference she's 58 <laughs> oh perfect
2: <laughs> so she's 58 and anyway so then he um uh, he uh, left, and then I believe she called nine one one again um, and complained that he was a perfect, perfect gentleman. But when I asked him to fuck me, he turned me down. So that made me angry. <laughs> <laughs> and then the officer asked if she remembered their earlier conversation about misusing nine one one, to which she allegedly replied, "I do, but how else am I going to get you to fuck me?"
1: <laughs> oh, I like this lady. I
2: know. I <laughs> Anyway, it's a picture of a mugshot. She looks sad. She just looks like a poor lady who just needs to get fucked.
0: Oh, She's got like a slight no. smile and I'm
2: like, aw, poor thing.
1: <laughs> they haven't been penetrated in years. <laughs> they should put that on our tombstone. <sighs> totally,
2: totally. <laughs> uh, and I also want to mention, we're talking about hipster beards. Actually, you know, I was talking about, about shaving with Greg, because as I said, I'm not a fan of stubble. <laughs> Um, I'm not a fan of the stubble. But um, but then I realized, you know, imagine having a beard, like... Sorry, all men are like, duh, listening to this. But I'm thinking... Like, you, you have your face the way you want it, and then every fucking day, shit is growing on it. Every day, and it's your face. Like, I can't even imagine that. So, yeah, I was thinking, but, but like, it would take so much effort, and I'm so lazy with my morning ritual. I just do the bare minimum, you know? It's like, well, you're allowed to go out with a beard. So, if I had a beard, I would probably have a beard. If I was a man, like, I would definitely have a beard. I was like, even though I hate beards. So,
1: yeah. That's funny. <laughs> How often, though. How often do you shave your legs?
2: Uh, I shave them, like, every other day. So, like, three three or four times a week. But it's just, like, part of my shower routine. Like, I just do it. But if I don't, it doesn't matter, you know? So, but yeah. face. I mean, it's your face. I can't imagine it. <laughs> can't, like, it was really this weird revelation I had, like, really contemplating what that would be like, just having hair on your face all the time. <laughs>
1: oh, I, yeah, ugh, No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not jealous.
2: Do you think you would shave every day if you had a beard? As a, as a man, I as might. a woman, like I think I would shave every day. Because, like, oh my god, I'm a woman and I have a beard. But if you were a man...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would probably mix it up like I do with shaving my legs. Like, sometimes I'll shave every day and then sometimes I'll go days just because I don't feel like it. So, that's probably how it would end up for yep. my face.
2: <laughs> but, um, but anyway, yeah, so hipsters... That want the beards, they are buying, like, hair plugs for their faces now. Like, the way you get a hair transplant for your head, they're getting beard transplants. What? Yes.
1: No. Cause they, cause no. They want,
2: yes, like, the this there's a, a, a hair transplant guy. Um, I think he's in Williamsburg in New York. But, yeah, he's, like, he's, there's a spike in his business of hipsters wanting. Of course wanting, he's in
1: Williamsburg. Yeah,
2: wanting the oh. hipster beard. And they're like, oh, I don't know. Hair, so they going and getting beard plugs so that's insane.
1: Oh my god. Yeah. That's too funny. Oh god, that's stupid.
2: Totally, totally <laughs>
1: stupid.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the last thing I wanted to talk about was I've got it listed on the document as holy dong in the news. But it's not actually the yes. Holy Person's dong. It is. It does refer to the Pope, who I actually love. By the way, I love Pope Francis. I just <laughs> want to say that
1: he's the best.
2: He's the best. <laughs> You know, it's like, he's not gonna 100% be what I want, but nobody can be, nobody should be 100% what I want, you know, but as popes go, he's fucking amazing. Yeah, so, that's
1: exactly know. how I feel. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's like, he's just got, saying all the right things, and I think he's probably more in line with your, your brand of Jesus that you're into, so just, like, not obsessing is. about he's all He he's a these.
1: Jesuit, which is my favorite flavor, cool. so
2: good on it. Well, we love you uh, Pope Francis, and we also love um,
1: your little... The official little... religious figure of Dongtini. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes, I would say he's the re- official religious figure of Dongtini, Pope Francis. We should have little little prayer cards for sale. You know, like you get those Pope cards that people pray with and kiss and put our Dongtini logo on it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh we have to i have i have a saint bridget card and i i'm like when i first got it i'm like oh there are so many good things we could do with these prayer card concepts <laughs> <laughs> there should definitely be dong teeny merchandise around it.
2: <sighs> okay so um pope thank let's you let's hear for
1: about his dick. his
2: dick his dick but he was um he was uh uh doing a prayer and the prayer was in Italian, which is in his native language. So he was trying to say the word caso, which means example or case, but he actually said cazzo, mm-hmm. which means fuck or cop. Oh. So, <laughs> so it's he said, if each one of us does not amass riches only for oneself, but half for the service of others, in this fuck, in this case, he immediately corrected it, the providence of God will become visible through the gesture of solidarity. So anyway, yeah, so um, commenters on this post pointed out that Cazzo technically translates to something like dick or cock. So that's why it's a, It's a, I like to believe it's a holy dong in the news. Um, though Italians often most use it to mean fuck. So it's, the article closes for the sake of accuracy, Pope Francis either said fuck or cock during his weekly blessing on Sunday.
1: Oh. Yes. Yeah. Even more reason to be the official Pope of Dongtini. Exactly. <laughs> <sighs> I love that title so much. <sighs> well, I guess that about wraps things up. We have had um, motherhood issues surrounding this episode, and we have yes, pulled through. We have. Because we are not going to be overcome by mommy guilt. We are going to continue to bring dongs to the airwaves <laughs> for our beloved <laughs> listeners. <laughs> So if you need to buy anything from Amazon, go to DongTinney.com and click through the Amazon link so we get a kickback. And um, I guess that about does it. So until next time, bye, Simone.
0: Bye, Stephanie. Bye. Bye. Oh, the sand keeps falling through the hourglass. And there's no way you're going to slow it down. You say we got a treasure each moment how long we're gonna be around Yeah, you keep on telling me life is short And it's hard to disagree with what you say But if time is so precious why you're wasting mine Cause I'm always reading, always deleting Every useless piece of garbage that you send my way Every stupid hoax, all those corners. Stop forwarding that crap to me Well, I don't need tons of cringe-inducing puns Stop forwarding that crap to me No, it isn't okay if you brighten my day With some cut-and-pasted hackneyed Hallmark poetry And I didn't request a personality forward in the crap to me